0: The date is may 30th thursday and today i'm coming to you from buenos aires argentina today is the christian feast day of joan of arc patron saint of soldiers in france she was born around 1412 in rural france to a farmer with 50 acres and his wife she never received any formal education and was illiterate her local church however was right around the corner from her home and it could be inferred that her ecclesiastical knowledge and her intense devotion came from her close proximity to the church. She was able to convince the heir presumptive of France to give her armor and ride into battle with his officers. Naturally, the prince was skeptical of a farm girl, but on the losing side of a French civil war, he was ready to try almost anything. When Joan correctly predicted the outcome of a battle several days before it was confirmed, the French prince gave Joan a suit of armor and a horse, and other supplies were donated to her by the town. Joan never led troops herself, Instead, she was the banner-bearer, seeing but not participating in the action. She did, however, offer advice to military leaders, and, as many of her early predictions had come true, they listened to her. Joan was a puzzle. For someone without a military background and who could not read or write, she was making startling predictions with accuracy and doling out battle tactics that worked. Her good fortune didn't last long, though. She and the troops she was traveling with were ambushed and captured by English forces. Just as a quick side note, this was the Hundred Years' War, and northern parts of France had teamed up with England to defeat southern parts of France for the French crown. Joan was not a model prisoner and tried to escape multiple times. She had become a fairly well-known figure for her visions, so the English didn't wish to just kill her with no cause. Rather, they intended to use her to humiliate the French. The English church brought a case against Joan for heresy and cross-dressing. They knew they didn't have much of a case and stacked the jury with pro-English clerics, and refused to give Joan counsel. Pro-English clerics set up theological-philosophical puzzles and traps, hoping to walk Joan into giving heretical answers. Their attempts were in vain. Joan managed to sidestep and maneuver around the word puzzles, as if she herself was a theologian. Making a cross-dressing charge stick was the only hope for the revenge-bent English clerics. It was obvious to the court that Joan had only dressed in men's clothing and armor because it was necessary. She testified that on two occasions she needed to disguise herself and on the other cases she wore men's armor in order to protect herself from rape and molestation as it was much more difficult for an assailant to take off armor the pro-english jury sentenced joan to death anyway for the repeat offense of cross-dressing she was burned at the stake and then her body was burned two more times in the hopes that no relics would be made of her body joan was only 19. we have so many records of joan because 20 years after her death the church investigated the trial at the request of Joan's grief-stricken parents. Investigators discovered testimony and paperwork from the trial had been falsified, and protocol was thrown to the wind. Joan was exonerated of any crime, and the charismatic, illiterate farm girl became a French icon. Today's poem is Wild Honeysuckle by Philip Furneaux. Fair flower that dost so comely grow, hid in the silent dull retreat, Untouched thy honeyed blossoms blow, Unseen thy little branches greet, No roving foot shall crush thee here, No busy hand provoke a tear. By nature's self in white arrayed, She bade thee shun the vulgar eye, And planted here the guardian shade, And sent soft waters murmuring by. Thus quietly thy summer goes, Thy days declining to repose. Smit with those charms that must decay, I grieve to see your future doom they died nor were those flowers more gay the flowers that did in eden bloom unpitying frosts to autumn's power shall leave no vestige of this flower from morning suns and evening dews at first thy little being came if nothing once you nothing lose for when you die you are the same the space between is but an hour the frail duration of flower Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely evening.